transferring of the anointing of God by the laying on of hands. Let's look at, uh, praise God, we're going to look at a lot of scriptures this evening, but let's go to um, Numbers, the, praise God, the 27th chapter and the 18th verse and the 23rd verse. Numbers, praise God, Exodus, Numbers. Numbers 27. Numbers 27 and um, verses 18 and 23. 27. And it says that the Lord said unto Moses, Take thee Joshua, the son of Nun, a man in whom is the Spirit, and lay thy hands upon him. And then in verse 23, And he laid his hands upon him and gave him a charge as the Lord commanded by the hand of Moses. And then we go over with the same, what he's talking about here, we go over to Deuteronomy the 31st, a 34th chapter, and verse, beginning with verse 7. The 34th chapter, beginning with verse 7. And Moses was 120 years and when he died, and his eyes was not dim, nor his natural force abated. And the children of Israel wept for Moses in the plains of Moab 30 days. So the days of weeping and mourning for Moses were ended. But notice here, and Joshua, the son of Nun, was full of the spirit of wisdom. For Moses had laid his hands upon him, and the children of Israel hearkened, praise God, unto him. Amen. And did as the Lord commanded Moses. So we see there's a transferring by the laying on the hands. There was a transfer, transference of the anointing of God from Moses, amen, praise God, to Joshua. And then we go, praise God, to 1 Kings, 1 Kings, and the 19th chapter, and verses 15 and 16. 1 Kings 19, 15 and 16. And the Lord, this is, he's telling him to Elijah. And the Lord said unto him, Go return on thy way to the wilderness of Damascus, and when thou, uh, you know, comest, anoint Haziel to be king over Syria. And Jehu, the son of Nippiahai, or whatever, praise God, shalt thou anoint to be king over Israel. And Elijah, the son of the Shephite, of whatever, shalt be thou anoint to be prophet in the room. So, praise God, he, he anointed him. And then in 2 Kings, and the second chapter, beginning with verse 9. 2 Kings, praise God, and beginning with verse 9. And it came to pass, when they were gone over, that Elijah said unto Elijah, Ask what I shall do for thee, before I be taken away from thee. And Elijah said, I pray thee, let a double portion of thy spirit be upon me. And he said, Thou hast asked a hard thing. Nevertheless, if thou see me when I am taken from thee, it shall be so unto thee. But if not, it shall not be so. And it came to pass, as they still went on and talked, that, behold, there appeared a chariot of fire and horses of fire and parted them both asunder. And Elijah went up by the whirlwind into heaven. And Elijah saw it and cried, My father, my father, the chariot of Israel. 
and the horsemen thereof, and he saw him no more, and he took hold of his own clothes and rent them to pieces, and he took up, amen, also the mantle of Elijah that fell from him and went back and stood by the bank of Jordan. And he took the mantle of Elijah that fell on him and smote the waters. Remember, Elijah had smote the waters earlier and they had parted. And he smote the eyes. He says, where is the Lord God of Elijah? And when he also had smitten the waters, they parted hither and thither and Elijah went over. So in other words, he anointed him. Amen. Praise God to be the prophet in the school of the prophets. And when he was taken up, praise God, there was a, the transferring of the anointing. Praise God. A double portion came upon him from Elijah. Praise God. Now we understand that all the things that we're talking about this evening, amen, it's God that does them. Amen. Hallelujah. God transfers anointing from one person or another, praise God, but it's the anointing of God that's being transferred from Moses to Joshua, praise God, and, and from Elijah to Elisha. Then we look, praise God, into the New Testament, and we see that the anointing of God that comes upon the church of God, the Acts of second chapter. Acts, the second chapter, and verse 4, it says, And they, amen, were filled with the Spirit and began to speak in tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. And we see in verse 17 of chapter 7, it says here, And as the eleven stood up, and it says, Amen, and as the prophet Joel said, It shall last the days shall come to pass, saith the Lord, I will pour out my Spirit, upon the anointing, amen, upon all flesh. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams, and on thy my servants and on my handmaidings, and I will pour out in those days of my spirit, and they shall prophesy. And in wonders and signs and wonders be done. Now, understand, it said that you know, in uh, Luke, the 24th chapter, verse 49, he said, for to wait until, to wait until you be endued with power from on high. Amen. So they were to wait until the Spirit of God came upon them until they were endued with power from on high. The promise was stated in Acts 1-4. You know, he says... Uh, that, you know, wait for the promise that you've heard of me, praise God. And then he goes on, he gives them the promise, then he states what the promise is in verse 8, and you shall receive power, after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you, praise God. So when they were filled with the Spirit on the day of Pentecost, the Spirit of God sat upon them, it hovered over them, it settled on them, praise God. And then... Uh, then the, the presence of God, you know, it talks about when they were endued with power from on high. And also when the anointing of God came upon them, it talks about that as being they were clothed with anointed. It, you know, they were invested with it. It, 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 like it, it was a, a sinking in, praise God, of a, like the oil, praise God, of the anointing of God that, that came upon them, praise the Lord. 
that so that the Spirit of God anointed them so that they could be used by God, amen, by the, the, so that God could transfer from them, praise God, through the anointing of God to minister to other people by the laying on of hands. The disciples were boy, anointed. God used them, as we say, by the laying of hands to give an impartation to others. Or you might say, amen, and transfer, amen, the anointing of God upon them. Remember, you cannot give what you do not have. Amen? God uses us, praise God, hallelujah. That's why, you know, we can be baptized in the Holy Spirit and have the anointing. Praise God. But we also must maintain that anointing. That's why Paul told us, amen, in Ephesians 5.18, to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Amen. That is to continue to be filled with the Holy Spirit so that there's a fresh anointing upon our lives and we maintain the anointing. It's one thing to receive the anointing and be baptized in the Holy Spirit. Amen. I have a message that I preached years ago, how to receive the anointing and maintain the anointing. You receive and maintain the anointing, praise God, hallelujah, maintain it the same way you receive it. Amen. And so we have to maintain it. If any man thirsts, let him come unto me and drink. And he that believeth out of him shall flow rivers of living water. Praise the Lord. So anyways, uh, the Holy Spirit, praise God, can use them to impart, praise God, the grace of God and the anointing upon other people. Now, <clears throat> the people, first of all, uh, the anointing comes by waiting on God. The disciples waited on God, praising and blessing God and worshiping God, and they were filled with the Spirit on the day of Pentecost. Also in Acts, the fourth chapter, when they were threatened, praise God, by their lives, Peter and John, they went back and talked to them, the, the company, and they prayed, praise God, in verses 29 through 31, you know, and they prayed and they sought the Lord and, and they asked the Lord that he stretched forth a, a man by his hand to show signs and wonders, praise God. And then it goes on and it says, and, uh, and the place, they were all filled with the Spirit, and the place was shaken, amen, where they were at, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. So they were waiting on God, and they were praying, praise God, and God filled them. In Acts, the, the 10th chapter, the, the Cornelius, they, they waited on God, amen. He was giving arms to God, and they were praying and seeking God. And there was a vision given to him, praise God, to send for Peter. And Peter had a vision, praise God, that they were going to come. Peter went and preached to them, amen. And as he was preaching to them, praise God, they were filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak in tongues and praise God, amen, in that language or, or in, in the Holy Ghost. So they all received it by waiting on God. But also there was laying on of hands where God ministered to people, praise the Lord, by the anointing of God to other people as it was uh, transferred through them, that anointing, praise God, that ministered to others by the laying on of hands. I believe in the laying on of hands. I believe, amen, when people pray, amen, especially we're spirit-filled, we're anointed of God, amen. And notice, you know, uh, it says that uh, these signs, will, you know, 
He said, all power is given to me in heaven and earth, and these signs, signs shall follow them that believe in my name. They'll cast out devils. Amen. They'll take up serpents and drink any deadly thing and won't harm them. And they'll, pray. they'll speak in tongues and they'll lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Praise God. It gives all that thing. <clears throat> but if you put the four Gospels together, you know, that was when they were being commissioned to go. Amen. And, the, and Matthew commissions them to go into all the world and preach the Gospel. Amen. Uh, to teach all nations, disciple them, to all nations, uh, teaching them, baptizing them in the Holy, uh, in the uh, Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to observe whatsoever I've commanded unto you. And so they were given that commission. But Luke, praise God, talks about, amen, how that uh, the commission was given, but before that, they needed to be endued with the power from on high. And <coughs> Jesus told them to wait into Jerusalem until they be endued with power from on high. Wait for the promise, praise God, to, until they receive power, amen, and the Holy Ghost shall come upon them. So we have to understand, praise God, you know, we do have authority in Jesus' name, amen, and, and we have power in his name and authority, praise God, but God also, praise the Lord, wants us to be filled with the Spirit and have the anointing of God upon us as we exercise the authority that we have in Jesus' name. And that's why, amen, they did not turn the world upside down Praise God, did not go out and preach the gospel, do anything until they were filled with the Holy Ghost. Praise God, because God was going to work through that anointing upon their lives. God was going to work through the Spirit of God upon their lives. Amen. And so then we look, you know, after they, <laughs> praise God, in chapter 5, we notice here in verse 12, praise God, you know, anything can happen as we lay the anointing, the anointing of God, those that are anointed of God, amen, lay hands on people, things can happen. And by the hands of the apostles were many signs and wonders wrought among the people, and they were all with one accord, amen? But by the hands of the apostles... By the laying on of hands, praise God, all these miracles took place. Now I know you can go on and you can see that by the shadow of Peter, people, praise God, were healed. But I think most, you know, that probably took place. But then it says 16, there came also a multitude of the cities round about Jerusalem, bringing sick folks and them which were vexed with unclean spirits, and they were healed, every one. Well, I know that Peter had a ministry there, praise God, and God anointed him. He was anointing God was so strong that people were healed. But I also believe, as it goes on, it says all these people were healed. I believe, praise God, all these disciples were ministering on the people. It says by the hands of the apostles. So the laying on the hands, praise God, all these apostles, praise God. And that's what's good as a church. We are a body. It's not one preacher, praise God, or one individual that has the anointing that, that can be used of God for praying, praise God. We can all be praying for each other and there can be a transferring of the anointing of God where people are touched and ministered to and encouraged and healed and delivered, praise God, through all of us. And, uh, you know, if you're spirit-filled and the anointing of God is upon you and you understand the authority that you have in Jesus' name, anybody can be used. You can be used. Amen. And that's what God wants us to realize this evening. 
Praise God. That's, if you go away realizing that after, praise God, we see the, the, what God is showing us here, then you've got it. Amen? I love this, and maybe some people would not see this, but I feel like the Holy Spirit showed me this. They told him in chapter 6, to look here among, among you seven men that were filled with the Holy Ghost with wisdom and also uh, of good reputation or good report. But notice in verse 6, whom they set before the apostles. Well, hallelujah, oh, what anointing was on those apostles. Amen? You, you get what I'm saying, amen? What anointing was on them. Amen? We don't know how God, through the anointing of those men, praise God, as they laid hands on them. It says here, they, and when they had prayed, they laid hands on them. Now the word of God increased, and the number of the disciples multiplied in Jerusalem greatly, and great company of the priests were obedient to the faith. Now, I kind of have the... Stephen was full of the Holy Ghost because they chose him. Amen? But I think something happened, amen, when they laid hands on him. And the reason why I think something really happened is because what proceeded in verse, in chapter 7. Because they, brought, they, they paid people, they bribed people to uh, say that he blasphemed God. And they could not resist the wisdom by which he spoke. Amen. Then he goes on and he declares the word of God, the gospel. And then he gets down to the end of that chapter and talks about how they were stiff-necked and, and always, you know, killing the prophets and not really receiving what God had to say. Now, how much do you think that perhaps, now this isn't my thought, my finger. How much do you think the anointing of God came upon him? You know, he always filled the Spirit, but how much more anointing of God? Because the Bible, even in chapter 4 of the Bible, says great grace they was filled with the Spirit, and great grace was upon them. The greater the trial, the greater the situation, amen, the more that we need God, the more grace is going to be dispersed, amen. And I think that God anointed them, and, and, and praise God, and minister to him that through he had faith in the power of God and did signs and wonders and was mightily used of God, praise God, after they laid hands on him. But also, praise God, as he was being stoned to death, praise God, <coughs> he cried out to God and he saw Jesus at the right hand of the Father. Amen. Hallelujah. And he said, don't, he asked the Lord not to lay this sin to their charge. How, how could you have that kind of forgiveness when people are throwing rocks at you? They're stoning you. Amen? I believe that, praise God, there was an anointing that was placed upon him that prepared him for that. Now, in chapter 8, we're going to talk about some laying on hands, but, but I, have to, I have to mention this. Praise God. Notice that one of the people that they laid hands on was Philip. Okay? Now, you go to chapter 8, and you see, amen, that, and saw, verse 1, is, and Saul 
was consenting unto, the, unto the, his death, and at the time there was great persecution against the church, which was at Jerusalem, and they were all scattered abroad throughout the regions of Judea and Samaria, except the apostles. So Philip was scattered. He had the anointing. He met from these apostles, and they ministered unto him. And then he's here, he's being used of God, and, and he preaches, therefore, you know, they were scattered abroad and everywhere preaching the word. And Philip went down to the city of Samaria and preached Christ. And the people with one accord gave heed unto those things which were Philip spake, hearing and seeing the miracles which he did. What an anointing he had on his life. Amen. Praise God. And for unclean spirits crying out with a loud voice came out of many that were possessed with them and many taken with palsies, and they were lame, praise God, that were healed, and there was great joy in the city. We realize tonight, amen, hallelujah, it's through the anointing of God that the yoke is broken. And through the anointing of God, I believe, praise God, that was placed upon them, and they're praying for them, laying hands on them, you know, I know that, they, like I said, that they already were filled, but I believe I can be filled and still have somebody, and I've had it happen, transfer anointing power upon my life that was, that was life-changing. Amen? I'll never forget some of the, the experiences that I've had because of the presence of God and somebody praying for me. That was after I was baptized in the Holy Ghost. Amen, because that happened when I was a young person. I didn't really learn to um, appreciate that gift until I got older, until I was in college and I was studying for ministry. Even though I spoke in tongues in my home church and everything, you know, later on, praise the Lord. So anyways, but notice, praise God. And another reason why I think this, amen, that uh, he was transported to another place. What kind of an anointing do you have to have on your life for God, amen, to be one place, that'd be like I'm standing here and all of a sudden I'm in Wilmington, you know? Praise God. What an anointing that he had upon his life, praise the Lord. Now, we get back to what we're saying about the laying on of hands. Well, praise the Lord, you know, look at verses 14 through 17. Now when the apostles which were at Jerusalem heard that Samaria had received the word of God, they sent unto them Peter and John, who when they were come down, prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Ghost. For as yet it was not fallen upon them, and none of them, praise God, only they were baptized in the name of Jesus, then laid they their hands on them, and they received the Holy Ghost. Amen. So another example, praise God, of the anointing, praise God, of Peter and John, they were anointed and they prayed for And it's interesting that the anointing of God upon you can be transferred, amen, praise God, and imparted to another individual 
But it always says, praise God, it was because of prayer. Amen? So you see that they prayed, amen, and they laid hands on them, and they received the Holy Ghost. So, you know, hallelujah, you can be anointed, and God can use you, praise but it has to be through prayer. Now, let me throw something in here that's not in my message. Anyone that's been baptized in the Holy Ghost, and anybody uh, has ministered to other people through the power of the Holy Spirit, realize that we can intercede for people in tongues. We can intercede for people in tongues. Anything that you do, you praise God, you worship God, you can pray and intercede in the Spirit. Anything that we can do in English, we can do, praise God, to the power of God. And a good example of that, you know, uh, is when years ago when I was working for Laura, and Ed Funk, praise God, we prayed for him. And so when we began to pray for him, he had a need, and we began to pray for him, and then we began, we were praying for him, and then we began to pray in the Holy Ghost for him. Both of us were interceding for him and praying in the Holy Ghost. You know, and uh, I'll never forget that. Uh, when we got through praying, then Ed said to us, you know, uh, is that, um, you know, praying in tongues, is that... What was that? Yes, what he did. He said, what was that? Amen. But he recognized what it was that through, you know, the transferring of that anointing through prayer in the, in the spirit, he recognized the anointing. <coughs> Excuse me. He recognized the presence of God. Amen. Hallelujah. And so some of the <coughs> most powerful times is, is then when we unite, praise God, and prayer. And, and praying in the Holy Ghost for people. And so, anyways, we'll go on here. So they laid hands and they were filled with the Spirit. And then in Acts, uh, praise God, the 14th chapter, Acts the 14th chapter, a lot of times when there's an ordination, praise God, or a sending out for a ministry, people lay hands on them and minister them. It says in verse 2, And as they ministered to the Lord, and fasted. The Holy Ghost said, Separate me, Barnabas and Saul, for the work whereunto I have called them. Okay. And it goes on to say, When they had fasted, when they had prayed. Amen. So this wasn't just a spur of the moment thing. They were ministering to God. They were praising the Lord. They were praying Amen. And they were fasting. And it says, and they laid hands on them, and then they sent them away. Praise God. They were used mightily by the Holy Spirit of God in their ministry. Amen. You could follow Paul and praise God. Um, was it Paul and Silas here? Yeah. No, Barnabas. This is when he was with Barnabas. Praise God. Amen. And they were mightily used of God in miracles. Praise God. Uh, because it says, uh, well, we want to read that whole chapter. Praise God. But God used them. Amen. 
and the laying on of hands. And then in Acts, the 19th chapter, our last verse, praise God. Amen. The 19th chapter. Again, the laying on of hands. Praise the Lord. In verse 6 and verse 7. Amen. It says, and, and when Paul had laid his hands upon them, the Holy Ghost came on them. And they spake with tongues and prophesied. Amen. And all the men were about 12. Praise God. And they, then they went to synagogue and ministering everything. Praise the Lord. So here they laid the hands on them. Because they, they, these people got saved and they hadn't even heard about the Holy Ghost. They were asked. They had not heard about the Holy Ghost. Praise God. And so then they you know, laid hands on them, prayed for them. Amen. The Holy Ghost came on them, and they were, they spake with tongues and prophesied. Well, how did we get filled with the Holy Ghost? The Spirit of God came upon us. Amen. Just like it came upon them on the day of Pentecost. And so again, praise the Lord, we see by the laying on of hands, amen, there is uh, an impartation. There's a, there is a, an anointing that we can have that God can use us in anointing laying of hands to minister other people that they can receive the blessings of the Lord. When uh, my wife and I uh, graduated from Bible college, I never, it's a long story, I never got uh, ordained by the Assemblies of God. And I, and there's a reason why I didn't is because uh, I was very heavily involved in the church camps. I was involved in everything in my ministry when I was in Maine. And then my wife had a massive hemorrhage. And I went to the ministers' meetings. I went to everything. I supported the district, I, you know, money and my tithe and everything. But they would not allow me to be ordained because there was a five-month period that I had to help my wife. For, for months, my wife, she had uh, um, two transfusions, and she was so weak when she came home. And I had Paul as a baby, and I had a nine and a 10-year-old, and I had a church to preach to three times a week. So there was no time for me to go to the district of functions and everything. And because of that, you know, they didn't, they didn't, so I said that my stubborn self, I said, you know, I'm anointed of God, I'm ordained of God, so you can have your ordination. <laughs> Basically, praise God. But the Holy Spirit reminded me today. When Sally and I graduated from Bible college, amen, they had an ordination service. We were with Four Square. So the Four Square, praise God, amen, and our teachers, and then they, they had, what was that, that group of people? You know, Jack Chandler's father was on there, and Brother Burris was on there. They, they had um, a bunch of ministers that were part of uh, the governing body of the, church, of the college, you know, that, that have helped them. Anyways, um, they laid hands on us. And I just, I, Sally, the Lord reminded me today when I was studying for this, 
how the Spirit of God came upon us. That day, and I, I, I can just remember now, there was a choir singing, and the place was full of people, and we were at the altar, and they were laying their hands on us, ordaining us to be in the ministry. So I ha- we had our ordination. <laughs> we were ordained by God, amen. But most of all, we were ordained by God himself to be in the ministry. And I'll never forget, <clears throat> I don't know if you remember this, let thy mantle fall on me. Whoa. (laughs) Let thy mantle fall on me. Send a double portion of thy spirit, Lord. Let thy mantle fall on me. Let thy mantle fall on us. Let thy mantle fall on us. Send a double portion of your spirit, Lord. Let thy mantle fall on us. Let thy mantle fall on us. Let thy mantle fall on us. Send a double portion of thy spirit, Lord. Let thy mantle fall on me. Hallelujah. Praise God. Fall on us tonight. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Here's my cup, Lord. I lift it up, Lord. Come and quench this thirsting of my soul. Bread of heaven, feed me till I want no more. Here's my cup, fill it up and make me whole. Sweep over my soul, sweep over my soul, sweet spirit, sweep over my soul. My rest is complete as I sit, At his feet, sweet spirit, sweep over my soul. Fill, fill me now, fill me now, fill, come and, and fill me now. Holy Spirit, come, oh, come and fill me now. Hallelujah, Jesus.
Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, I'm believing for the latter rain. I thank you, God, for the former rain. I thank you, God, for all that you've done. I thank you, God, for all the experiences that I've had. But even now, lately, praise God, there's a greater glory for us. <clears throat> there's a stronger presence of the Holy Spirit to work in our midst and to be manifested in our lives and, and, and bless the church of God. And Lord, uh, we're believing, amen, for a global, praise God, manifestation of your glory, amen, that all through all the world, amen, the glory of God will be revealed. But I pray <clears throat> in the hungry hearts that are in Selbyville, Delaware, praise God, those that are hungry for your Holy Spirit, I pray in the name of Jesus tonight, amen, that you fill us and refill us and refill us. But yet, praise God, help us, amen, to get into that place. I thank you, God, that I can praise you and I can worship. I thank you, God, that I can worship you. But, oh, God, amen, we need the weightier presence of God. We need the glory of God, amen, to be in the place, praise God, Amen. And when that glory, that weightier presence of God is here, praise God, as it's ushered in, praise God, through our praise and worship, amen, that we will, again, amen, that we will see things happen just because we're in the glory, just because we're in your presence, amen, that people will be healed and touched and delivered and ministered to and filled, and, praise God, that, that their every need will be met, praise God, amen, and, they'll be and we'll all be changed, amen, from glory to glory, in your glory, praise God. That's my desire. Oh, I long for the time where your presence can be so strong in my life again, where I tremble in your presence. I long for that time when I was being ministered to. And as the evangelist, praise God, came closer and closer and closer to me, praise God, there was a fear, praise God, a reverential fear, praise God, because I didn't know what was going to happen. Praise God that the glory was going to be so straight and the anointing going to be so strong. It was so strong on the individual. Praise God. Oh, amen. And, and that's the time that I bargained with you, Lord. Oh, God, it's all right. Amen. Lord, uh, if I'm slain in the spirit, if I go down, Lord, but oh, God, amen. If I want to get up, let me up. And God, the glory was so strong, amen, upon my life that I didn't want to get up. Oh, I just bask in your presence. And that's what we want. We want the glory so that we bask in your presence. And the anointing of God is so strong upon our lives. Amen. Amen. And that anointing that we receive, that we have, that that anointing, amen, will be used amen, to minister to other people. And that anointing will be transferred in church and out of church, anywhere that we're at. That anointing of God that we release, praise God, 
to minister, amen, and to touch other people. Oh, thank you, Jesus. I thank you for what I've had. I thank you, God, that I can be in your presence. Amen. And can be still and know and know that you are God. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Amen. We sing the chorus, one of Laura's favorite, I am satisfied. Satisfied with Jesus. Amen. And I am satisfied. Amen. But I want more. Amen. I want that, I want that satisfied. I want to be saturated. Amen. I want to imbib and praise God to the point where I'm saturated. Amen. In your presence, God. I'm clothed in that anointing. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. That anointing. Praise God. That endued with that power from on high. Jesus. Praise God. Revive us. Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah. We've been holding on. We've been doing good as a church. Amen. We've been blessed. We heard a great message this morning. And the love of God was poured out among us this morning. Praise God. And, and that's wonderful. And what you're doing is wonderful. Praise God. But hallelujah. We as a church, God knows that we can't be satisfied with what we have. We need to long for more. We need to desire more. We want more of your glory. More of your presence, praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And if it's happening with others, God is no respecter of persons. It'll happen here. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Because we're believing for it. We're praying for it. We're seeking it. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. 
Hallelujah. We're waiting to see if God wants to use somebody different. Yet the Lord would say tonight, have not I anointed you? Have I not filled you in my presence and my Holy Spirit? Have I not gifted you? Have I not called you out, says the Lord, to use you through the anointing of, of my power in your lives and through your life? Yea, the Lord would say unto you, you have the anointing, amen, as you are filled with my spirit. Yea, yes, strive, strive and uh, and long for more of the anointing, more in your life. There's more available to you. There's more uh, of my presence and my glory that's available to you. But yea, at the same time, the Lord says for us tonight, says you have the anointing. Use it. Use it to minister. Praise. Lay hands on sick that they might recover. Lay hands on people that might be filled with the Spirit. Lay hands on people that they might be delivered. Because you are my chosen. You are anointed, praise God. And I have set you forth, amen, and I have called you to go out and minister the gospel to people with signs wondering and the demonstration and the power of the Holy Spirit as you are filled with God, amen, and as you're using, amen, in this power and this anointing to bring people to Christ, but also to minister under the anointing of God. Yea, seek more, desire more, you can have more, but yet at the same time the Lord's saying, use it. Use the anointing that I have given you, praise God, that I might give you more. Amen. Don't hide your talent. Don't hide the anointing that I have given you. Allow me to demonstrate my power through your life so that I can give you more of my presence, more of my anointing. 
because then I know that I can trust you with my anointing in your life, says the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. We thank you for your presence here tonight, Jesus. Amen. We thank you, God, for your love, Jesus. And we thank you, God, for the manifestation of your love this morning. Amen. And your touch. I will say this before we leave tonight. <clears throat> In a different way, when God says something twice, we need to listen. And my message two weeks ago, two Sunday nights ago, went right along. What he said this morning was a confirmation of what I preached two, two weeks ago on Sunday night about not, not being afraid, letting not your hearts be troubled, you know, about having, you know, whose mind is stayed on Christ has perfect peace. Amen. What did he talk about this morning? Amen. Hallelujah. You know, our trusting the Lord. Amen. And, and, uh, and that God, you know, he's the author and finisher of our faith, praise God. And, the, and that, uh, you know, that uh, he wants us to have peace in the midst of all the things that are going on. He wants us not to be troubled, praise God. Amen. So if he says something twice, you know, he said, fix your eyes on Jesus this morning. Amen. I said the other night, other week, praise God, keep your minds on the Lord so you can have perfect peace and so that you don't have to be troubled and you don't have to be afraid because God's presence is with you. When God says something twice, amen, God help us to adhere to it and not be troubled and keep our minds on God and don't look to the left and don't look to the right and keep our, our minds fixed on Jesus, praise God, because we don't have to be afraid, amen, and because we're not under the law, we have that love, praise God, amen, that delivers us, amen, from uh, torments and delivers us, praise God, from, uh, you know, when the enemy tries to torment our lives, amen, where that love, praise God, it's not about the law, it's about God's grace and God's love in our lives. As Laura so wonderfully taught the other night. It was a good lesson. Amen. Praise the Lord. Well, you want to call, close in prayer tonight? Yeah. Or do you have anything to say? Praise God. Okay. Praise the Lord.